0: Good evening, and welcome to the Rabin Report. I'm your host, Elliot Rabin, so get ready to get triggered. (laughs) Welcome to the Rabin Report's summer special. I'm your host, Elliot Rabin, as you might have heard in our intro. And with me, only once this summer, is my expert panel, Marshall, Adam, and Daniel. How are you
1: guys? We're doing good. Doing very, very well. Uh, Good to be back. uh, Yeah, Yeah, I feel you. Yeah.
0: So, that's uh, awesome to hear. Hopefully, uh, the audio is working on the feed. Yep. So, today or tonight, I should say, we're doing a live summer special episode of The Rabin Report. All four of us have been eager to get back into the studio and discuss everything that's happened over the past few months. And uh, we are live on Facebook, which is the only place you can tune in to us today. So make sure to be commenting because we will be reading them live on air. Marshall will be in charge of that. He'll just jump in, read your comments, and uh, you'll be on air. So before we... uh, start the actual broadcast, uh, I want to give a very special thank you to uh, four very special people. Uh, Sean Haswell, Lori Beckstead, Scott O'Sullivan, and Kevin Cordick. Uh, without these four Ryerson faculty members, this show would not have been possible at all, honestly. Uh, so thank you to you guys. Uh, now, today's show, actually I should mention, speaking of Ryerson faculty, um, the, the opinions expressed on this show are not those of Ryerson or Ryerson faculty and are only those of the individual commentators. Now, today's show will be a bit different in terms of format. Usually, uh, we'd have a five-minute recap of the week, followed by our main story. This episode, we'll be doing a somewhat lightning round on several topics. Our viewers in our Facebook poll selected all three topics last week for today's show. And for those whose topics were not selected, don't worry, because we'll be doing full episodes on those topics. Uh, Now, because uh, as hard as it is to uh, believe that we have lives outside of the show, we're going to start with uh, our summers, how all four of us have
2: spent our summers. So, Marshall, let's uh,
0: start with you. How did you spend your summer? Uh,
2: So I've been working an internship. I'm at uh, Rebel Media, the um, notorious... Shall we say, right, depending media. on where, depending on where you're Number coming from, uh, media company, enough. and it's been fantastic. I'm loving the job. I'm loving the, the segue. I'm getting into the media, the political media industry, and my coworkers are absolutely fantastic. It's been a pleasure to work there. Uh, otherwise, I mean, my my, I'm working full time. It's taken up a lot of my, uh, my time, but uh, I've been spending some time. Uh, hanging out with friends, seeing family, and I went on vacation just the other week and that was a fantastic time. Went down to the States, Washington, DC, North Carolina, Virginia. Uh and it was a great time. It's been a great summer so far.
0: Awesome. That's uh great to hear. Did you uh you, you enjoyed North Carolina uh North Carolina
2: a yeah, lot? Yeah, It was a great time. Did you see yeah. uh did you see Trump in uh DC? Unfortunately not. That would have been that would have made no. my trip, but uh just missed him. Okay. Well,
0: Adam, let's uh, move on to you. How did you spend your summer?
1: Um, It's been pretty good. I was working at a job. I've had the privilege of nepotism, and I've been working at a law firm that my mom's got me connections with for the last four years or so, but this summer I just felt like it wasn't right for me, Mm -hmm. and I ended up quitting before my summer, I guess, term was supposed to finish. Um, I still love it. I love the people there. All good people. It was nothing to do with them. It was more me. Mm -hmm. Um, other than that, I took a summer course on pre-colonial African history, which was really eye-opening and really interesting. Um, my dad had a kid with his wife, so now I have a baby sister, which is weird for me because she is 20 years younger than me. And... Other than that, I've been sleeping a lot, and yeah, not much else. Well, congrats okay. on the baby sister! Thank you. Yeah, congrats. congrats. You. Maybe yeah. she'll be uh, on the show. Someday. She'll be a guest at some
0: point. <laughs> <laughs> and now, Daniel, how did you spend your summer?
3: Um, pretty good actually. Um, after school ended and stuff, uh, working at some other job. Like it was like it was alright. It was okay. Just mm-hmm. have something to pay the bills, you know. Mm-hmm. Just Exciting stuff and that relaxing more than anything. Um Been working at the same job I've been doing for a while, most of the summer, like stuff like that. I won't get too deep into it, but like basically I'll just say like working with kids and stuff like mm-hmm. that and stuff like that. It's pretty good though. I like it. it's it's very rewarding and stuff like that in terms of like um just waking up every day and like knowing that like I'm making a kid's day or something like that by playing some fun games with them or something like that. Um it's something I've been doing since I was like... Was it 4, 15, 16, maybe? Mm-hmm. And they just... My employers, they really saw that I was able to do that. And it's been a pretty good ride. Hopefully, like... I don't know. It's very, like, eye-opening and seeing stuff like that. Maybe, like in terms of, like maybe if I actually want to get into teaching or something like that. I don't nice. know if I actually want to do that, but, like... Teaching politics, be, maybe? No, I, no, I'm saying, like, just, mm. yeah, in general. But, like, people, like, that do that, they usually like to, like, branch into teaching and stuff yeah. like that. So, it's very eye-opening to see if I actually do want to, like, have a life, like, working with kids and stuff like that, but... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then, and then just for something else, going to Vail like, for the mm. weekend, and that's going to be a very fun experience, to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's weird. And what about you? Me? How have you been uh, doing?
0: Well, uh, I currently work three jobs. Um, and uh, Soviet Russia would
3: be very proud of you. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, it's uh, it's kind of tough, but you know what? I'm handling it. Uh, probably the best part of my summer was just preparing for this show. Um, three weeks in advance. I spent seven hours in this room today mm-hmm. before the show, uh, so I'm a little little crazy but I'm sure you guys and the viewers all know that mm-hmm. um, other than that uh, just kind of reminiscing uh, about a year ago I saw Celine Dion live in Montreal wow so really uh, nice. yeah I'm really so happy I s- for the two of you happy anniversary <laughs> thank for you so much thank you know, it really really means a lot Celine Dion fan. yeah yeah and if you didn't know that just stop watching but anyway <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah that's basically it and now we're doing our summer special and I'm excited so let's get to the actual part of it you know what I mean Okay, let's do by it by all means. So, now that we've gotten our summers out of the way, let's talk about how the rest of the world celebrated their summer and wasn't very joyous occasion, now was it?
1: Uh it never is joyous yeah. when you watch the news. Really? Mm, yeah. So,
0: our first uh our first subject, we're going to start right here at home. We're going to start with the case of Omar Khadr. So, what happened? Daniel, why don't you explain to us? Give us some context on the Omar Cotter
3: case. Uh, I would just like to use like a very, I wouldn't say like maybe just a credible source. Also, for any university students watching, something that I would not necessarily use as an actual full-on source, but something as a background way to get some good information. Canadian Encyclopedia has some decent information, to be honest. Yeah, it's not yeah, necessarily like ridiculously partisan to the left or to the right, in my opinion. Um, so an example, Omar Kadir is a Toronto-born Canadian captured by American soldiers after a firefight in Afghanistan in 2002 when he was 15 years old. The only minor since the Second World War to be convicted of purported war crimes, Qadar was imprisoned in Guantanamo Bay and Canada for almost 13 years. In 2010, the Supreme Court of Canada ruled that Qadar detainment violated the principles of fundamental justice and the most basic Canadian standards about the treatment of youth suspects slash criminals. I added that one there. Um, Despite repeated attempts By the Canadian government To keep him in prison Kadar was released on bail In May 2015 Now here's the kicker After two years The Canadian government Decided to give him A 10.5 million dollar payout Because the Canadian government Violated his constitutional rights And that Mm -hmm. is why This issue is so controversial Because people are like Maybe he does deserve the money Maybe he doesn't Is he a war criminal? He is But like Is he like (laughs) What does he do? Like What's the problem here, and there you go,
0: so then the question is, should he have been paid, and if yes, should he have been paid that much? because really, um, even if it was a <clears throat> excuse me, a form of uh, reconciliation, ten point five million dollars. A to, a, to a to a terrorist to a to a convicted terrorist, right? Here's my
3: thing right now. That 10.5 million dollars. Where's that money coming from? That's taxpayers' yeah. money. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the problem right mm-hmm. there. That's taxpayers' and, money. And
0: also, it wasn't uh, it wasn't made public. Trudeau, uh, from the reports that I've read, did it all hush, under hush hush that's under very, the table. And it was yeah, uh, yeah. it was uh, explained through the media. Mm-hmm. The media broke the story. But yeah, should he have been paid? And if yes, that much.
1: Um, okay, so what I understand about the Qadar case was he was a minor at the time of his um, conviction, yeah, right. I believe so. And um, he was 15. Yeah, conflicting reports was that he was sort of brainwashed by his father, mm-hmm. who brought him to Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. From what I've also read, now you know for you know, I, and I may sound like I'm crying a few liberal tears, and that's <laughs> what I tend to do at times. But for me, you know. No matter, you know, no matter what you've done, criminal or non criminal, Canadian, Canadian born, you have constitutional rights, Mm -hmm. and those are not taken away from you or sort of dangled over your head to you know uphold the social contract or maintain. It's for the idea that sort yeah. The
3: idea is that the constitution is like. Not basically, but like is absolutely, yeah, it's absolute, and, yeah, like it's absolute. and, and that's, we can't, yeah. The only way we would change that is by like maybe like some sort of like referendum or some sort of like crazy, yeah. like, it, what, what does it take? Parliament. It takes
1: like three big provinces, and there's a whole reformation it's a ridiculous yeah. process,
3: but like it's something like that. Like, it would, it, like, you it would you need, be like you need a majority. monumental point yeah. in Canadian history, yeah. to actually change the constitution, exactly, you know,
1: yeah. and you know, for me to see a minor may or may have not been brainwashed by his dad, done something that he has expressed remorse for mm-hmm. on many occasions, and to sort of sit, you know, he lost his life in Guantanamo Bay. He's now a 30-year-old man, or a 30-something-year-old man. I don't think he should have been paid that much, per se, mm-hmm. but the legal fees that were amounting because the case was being dragged on for yeah. so long would have surpassed the settlement yeah. fund. I think... What did they say? It would like it would have been it would another have been more, it would have been like more to like, keep the case going mm-hmm. than to settle. And as far as a legal aspect goes, settling is always the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, I think it shouldn't have been as high, but I think it was right to settle.
2: Yeah. So for me, when it comes down to it, you know, there's there's procedures that have to be followed and what happened to Cotter is there was a miscarriage of justice. Uh, did he? Did he murder someone? That that's that is certainly how it looks. He did confess to it, um, but in the process of seeing to the retribution for the murder, justice was miscarried. And when justice is miscarried, there needs to be some sort of retribution for it, or else what is the incentive not to miscarry justice for the government? Mm-hmm. If the if people are not um, what's the word compensated when justice is miscarried, what is stopping the government from miscarrying justice? Exactly. Yeah. So, for me, the 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 importance of the psychology of language when it comes to things like this is very important. I see the word deserve thrown around a lot. People saying that Cotter definitely deserved this. People saying that Cotter definitely didn't deserve this. I see a lot of silliness from the right in saying, like, no way he should have gotten anything. He should be just in prison for life or put to death or what have you for killing uh, the Spear, Colonel Spear. Um, and the way I look at it, he needed to get some sort of compensation. That's how it is. His rights were violated. Um, but does he deserve that compensation? Justice was carried out appropriately, but does he deserve it? No. What he deserves, as far as I'm concerned, is to rot in hell. But um, <laughs> Hot take. W- Hot take. <laughs> when, when something like that happens, when justice is miscarried in that kind of fashion, there needs to be some sort of compensation. You can't just apply the law where you feel it is appropriate to. There is something called rule of law. Everybody is subject to the same laws. And sometimes it leads to things like this, where somebody who's maybe a terrible person gets uh, a serious amount of money. But mm-hmm. uh, that's just what happens when you have rule of law. That's the price of democracy. Yeah. If yeah. you don't like it, maybe your issues with democracy.
0: Yeah. yeah. So that uh, totally it, it makes sense. And so now that we, you know, our audience and and all of us understand that he did, it, it was the best decision to give him the money. Um. The way it was done, as I mentioned, was very hush-hush, and it was only revealed through the media. Uh, Trudeau never discussed it with the other parties. How has this affected Trudeau's approval rating?
1: Um, um, so, from what I understand, they did a IPOS read poll or one of those, and the majority of Canadians, a high vast majority of Canadians, disapprove with the settlement to Qadar. And I, I always believed that... I always believed in in nonpartisanship in the legislature when it comes to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always believed that you know, you know, our friends on this on the NDP aisle, the Conservative aisle, the Green aisle, they have good, they have good input. They have capability to, you know, shed new light onto cases. That's why we have a multi party system mm-hmm. because we need people with different views. To you know, represent this country, and I think that should it have been discussed with Sheer and uh, Mulcair and May and and I don't know the leader of the Quebecois right now. Mm
2: -hmm. Is it not Gilles Duceppe? Is it still Gilles Duceppe? I thought he lost in his own riding. Didn't he? Ah. He's he's gone. He was gone a long long time ago. Didn't Pauline
1: Marois? She 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 was out
0: because she called mm -hmm. for her for the election and lost. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know his name uh, right now.
2: So, I, I mean, un, un, maybe unfortunately nobody really cares that much about the Bloc Québécois to... Uh, the to rep- yeah. People's on. Republic of Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> now, we've, we've got our friend James um, essentially agreeing with the um, payout, or he wouldn't call it a payout. He's saying it's an out-of-court settlement, um, not a payout. He was suing for $30 million and he would have won. And that's certainly valid. I mean, I think that it's pretty likely he would have won. Would I like to have seen it go to court? Yeah. Um... Because maybe something would have come up that proved that yeah. his rights were not violated. I'm mm-hmm. not saying those rights weren't violated. I don't know. Uh, I wasn't there. But hmm. uh, I would have liked to see it go to court for that reason. Yeah.
1: Well, in, in my eyes, you know, the whole reason why they settled to begin with is because they had enough evidence against mm. them that totally it fair. wouldn't be right for them to go to court. Totally yeah. But yeah, as I was like to continue off what I was saying, it's, it's you know i th- it, there it could' have been done differently, yeah, it's always about execution, yeah, good that he settled, good, the case didn't drag on, good less less taxpayer money was being spent on this, but if you want if you preach equality and transparency and accountability, it comes in all walks of being the prime minister, and trudeau Trudeau's not stupid or. I don't think he is, but, and he knows that this would have tanked his approval rating or would have caused a lot of, even further, it would have caused a lot of ruckus in the house. So I'm pretty sure that's why he didn't consult the, the rest of the legislature.
3: I just pulled up like three different types of approval ratings from 2016 to 2017 and from three different like sources, Main Street Research, Angus Reid Institute, and Forum Research. Those are three different think tanks, I think, right? Yeah. 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 So the average, um, approval would, uh, drop went to around 9.96%, I guess.
1: Like
2: That's a pretty huge chunk. If like, you look he at dropped it. by 9.96? 9.9 point, oh, nine point nine points, yeah. Oh, I thought his <laughs> approval
1: rating was 10%. I was <laughs> like... No, no,
2: no, <laughs> that'd like, really probably be the worst in the world. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It was from, like, 64... Down to 54, wow. 63 to 54, 57
1: to 48. Like wow. Those three wow, he's below 50 already? That's pretty, That's pretty bad, bad. What are Trump's si- approval ratings? He's at oh. 36, yeah. 32. Oh, well, still better. <laughs> no, but still, Trudeau's in his second year of his first yeah. term. Yeah. 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 That's like, wow. Yeah. I did not think they were that and bad. Then,
3: and then Andrew Shear, if anyone doesn't know, is the leader of the conservative party. The stock photo. Half, half of Canadians apparently do not have an opinion of him and don't know who yeah. he is. Yeah.
2: You know what? I, I think he's working on it, though. I think oh, he's really sure. trying hard. Um, well, he has a couple years to build up his credibility oh, yeah, for the for next sure. term. So, yeah. yeah. That's good. I mean, really, can you imagine? I don't know. I was very young at the time, but before mm-hmm. the first time Stephen Harper won, yeah, I'm sure that, what, three, no, years, we're three years before, two years before the election, did people really care about him? Like the yeah. general Canadian populist, did, no. did they really care about him? But Probably. Stephen no.
1: Harper was very involved well, every every conservative yeah. knew his name.
2: Mm-hmm. Just as every conservative knows Andrew Shear's name. But every yeah. conservative knew his name for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but did the general Canadian popul- no. populace I have no idea, but I'm gonna wager probably not. No,
1: Stephen Harper, from what I remember or vaguely reading about, he was the underdog in the mm. uh, pri- in the primary. Against
2: mm-hmm. oh yeah, against um Tony Clement, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, and you know, I think that this is really going to prevent any people from crossing, now crossing the floor is in the right term, but any more right-leaning people from voting Liberal in the next election, I think Mm -hmm. that it's not going to uh, uh, prevent every single right-leaning person from switching to Liberal, but I think it's going to have a huge effect on that. I don't really think it's going to take too many Liberals out of the party. Mm-hmm. Um, right, I haven't seen too many liberals who are too critical of this, and I really don't think critical that the of Trudeau or the Omar, oh, of the Omar yeah. issue. Um, and I really don't think that the conservatives handled it the right way. They shouldn't have made an issue of it the way they did. Maybe make an issue of it in a better way, in a more thoughtful way. But mm-hmm. making an issue of the payout or settlement, rather in general, was a poor decision and just made them look like it's bait. Mm -hmm. It is. It's Mm -hmm. its bait. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It it made them look like... Now, I wish I had a term for this, but people who freak out over issues that they shouldn't be freaking out over. Elliot (laughs) (laughs) Rabin? Melodramatic. Sure, melodramatic, sure. And I mean, it's an issue. It's something worth talking about. But the way they talked about it was... Certainly yeah, not it, ideal. It was
1: very childish, and I don't mm-hmm. mean to put down any conservatives or whatever. But it was very childish. Seeing, you know, like how can you know Justin Trudeau give this terrorist so much money? It's it's and- less about that and more about you know how justice was miscarried and how and I, things were carried out.
0: I think that the the reason that they reacted like this, and I don't agree with the way they reacted, but because they didn't have all the facts, I guess, and yeah, they didn't yeah. have the reasoning for why the payout had happened like we just uh, discussed. It was in order to avoid a bigger yeah. uh, payout in, uh, through the lawsuit. Um, my real concern, um, which I think is valid that the conservatives pointed out, the only thing that I think is valid is that Trudeau didn't even consult with the widow's wife. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. you know, your your husband was killed by a terrorist. That terrorist gets money and you find out through who? The other party, the news. Like it's that's everybody was unprofessional mm. in this whole situation. Well, yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. And, you know, Trudeau has a history of doing that where he just sort of hides when things don't go his way. Like when the two Canadians were killed in the Philippines. Right. He called the family like three or four days later and they just hung up on him. On the, prime On the prime minister because wow. he was giving them nothing except like ah oh, sorry about that, and and it wasn't right of Justin Trudeau. Now I I don't agree with how Justin Trudeau handled it either because when the, he was approached at the stampede about the case he sort of looked at the reporters and was like what's your problem. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, as usual, like, uh the case was gonna go out further and uh oh. but, yeah, like, was, and it was yeah. And it and he was like he, like he looked at the camera sort of like, you know, hop off. Like, why would of, you like, ask me? Yeah, such why a would thing? you ask me such a thing? How dare you you know I
3: pull something up right now and it's saying that like maybe like I don't know how long in terms of the legal battle, maybe like a couple of years something yeah. like that. But like, think about it, so it's ten point five million dollars mm-hmm. Canadian. Yeah. So if this court if this battle would have kept going would have been. They say estimates ranging from thirty to forty million. Yeah, that's what I read. People, and I, didn't,
1: I didn't want to talk out of my ass. And people say it live. would have been. If, like, like, let's say, like we
3: weren't talking about this now, and we talk about it like, two years later, people are just talking mm-hmm. about two years later. Forty million dollars.
1: I know. People. Can you imagine? Would have and close to the election. The,
3: exactly. It, okay, there we go. Had th- had I think I think it's actually a smart move for the liberals to settle this case right yeah. now because if yeah, they abs- didn't settle absolutely, it, absolutely yeah. that would have been a huge talking point yeah. for the conservatives and for the NDP to just destroy million? them, yeah. and liberals would have like barely like a hundred seats in the house. Yeah. Right Credibility right is gone completely. No, you would lose faith in the liberals yeah. for like that completely.
2: As I uh, watch the live feed and uh, look for comments, I have noticed something which. Um, I mean, uh, this is maybe a more frivolous topic, but I have a mustache right now, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just noticing how how evident it is in the video. And I'd like to point out that I don't I don't actually think it looks good. I don't have this because I think it looks good. I thought it was going to look good. I thought I was going to look like Errol Flynn, um, who is a uh, who, who is, is a um, a actor from the. Big American actor in the 40s and 50s, Mm -hmm. Um, but I think I look actually more like Omar Sharif's character in (laughs) Doctor Zhivago. Um, And uh, you know, I don't know if you ever watched Doctor Zhivago. Have you spell that? It's uh, Z H A V A G O, I believe. (laughs) Um, And uh, Omar Sharif is O M A R. Who's the guy you want to look like? Errol Flynn. E R R O L F L Y N N. Name this guy. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like that's the kind of vibe I'm giving off right now. Um, Are we able to point point the camera at that picture? Point it to the camera. Which Which camera? Uh,
0: That one, yours. Mine? Yeah. That one, that one, that one, that one, that one,
3: that one. Oh, this one. Okay.
1: Anyone see that?
0: That just looks like a mix of Marshall and Borat, to be yeah. honest. Ah, uh, yeah,
2: okay. And, you know, I, I suppose Borat's another fair comparison. <laughs> um, so I just wanted, that, that's kind of a disclaimer. I don't actually think this looks good, and I'm probably going to shave it. No, I'm definitely going to shave it. Well, um, but uh, well, I was I, going saw, saw, for an Errol Flynn thing. Well, Adam I don't saw don't me think it the looks looks other bad. day. Oh, we saw each other the other day. <laughs> you yeah. saw me
3: with my facial hair. Yeah, right? it wasn't I, bad. I had a full-on mustache, like right this, right? And then a nice little chin beard. And I saw the little spot right there. Yeah. Soul patch? Yeah, and then I just shade down everything else, right? And then kid, like people at work or something like that, like someone's like, "Hey, you look like Johnny Depp," and I'm like, or is like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, are you trying to be mean about it? Or is like, I'm like, no, I'm like, it's really nice. <laughs> mean like, about hey. calling you Johnny Depp? No, 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 no. Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp? No, I, or like everyone's like, um. You look different. I'm like, yeah. or Whenever I do my hair, like, I put it up, someone always asks you like, did you get a haircut? And I'm like, no, I just did my yeah. hair. And
2: see at whom's commented, uh, nice stash, and I'd, I'd like to thank you from the bottom of my heart. That I actually think it looks pretty good, to be fair. Maybe I'll hold on to it for a while. I'm going to yeah. do an evaluation tonight um, it, when I get home. Well, see, that's we'll the see. thing.
3: So, like, when I had the full one thing, like, one, two, and three... Um, and then after I shaved it off, like, as you can see now, I'm like, kind of got some scruff, not too much right now. Everyone's like, whoa, you look so different, and I'm like, yeah, that's what happens to people (laughs) when they take off their facial hair, like... Pretty drastic change. Like, the first like if Adam time I, was yeah. clean shave like it would yeah. be a whole different yeah. person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I've
1: been clean shaven a few times. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. It makes me same. feel naked. But uh, your right. grandmother Thank doesn't you. like your beard. My grandmother hates my beard. Exactly, same thing. My grandmother hates my beard. What, did, what always, did she call you? She called me Daesh, which yes. is ISIS, ISIS in
0: Arabic. Yeah, I'm <laughs> serious. She, yeah, my grandma tells me I look like either, you know, homeless person, right? And, you know, it's it. I get it. Yeah, did she tell you that in Russian? Oh, of course. Well,
2: <laughs> what is homeless person in Russian?
0: Bezdomny um, or something like ah. that. Bezdom,
2: bezdom. Um,
0: I don't know. My parents are probably going to message me right now saying, like, you're insulting Russian language. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a uh, new poll for the Rabin Report. How does uh, Marshall's yeah, mustache yeah, look? Yeah, okay. uh, but uh, <laughs> Keeper shave. Uh, so last question regarding Omar Cotter. Um How has... Uh, I know we shifted away from the mustache. It's, it's a great right, convo. Right. But I didn't have a key for... Marshall's mustache. It's but okay. anyway, how has Trudeau's decision uh, affected his relationship with Donald Trump? Because uh, um. there was some issues with NAFTA. Um, the conservatives were, you know, concerned about it. I know that they got Rana Ambrose, who was the former leader, to help with negotiations. But did it make a difference? And how, if it did?
1: The I I think this should be posted on the Rabin Report page. There was a reporter, I believe, working for. The Star or something that did a whole biopic on how Canada is handling America with the Trump administration. And TLDR, basically, they're going around him. They're communicating with local governments, state governments, um, senators, um, governors, mayors, you know, village township councillors, like... They're
2: sort of going around him. TLDR means too long, didn't read. I was, yeah, sorry about that. We should have like an MTV pop-up <laughs> video thing. <laughs> too long, What's yeah. her
3: name? The the, um, the black girl, what's her name?
2: Oh, Francesca Ramsey. Francesca
3: Ramsey, there we go.
2: Oh, man. And hey guys, today we're going to learn about <laughs> white privilege.
1: <laughs> so, it was a whole thing about how... And that's how Canada's handling Trump. I don't think Trump even knows who Omar kadar is, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. I don't think this has anything to do with Trump but if you we'll talk about that People later on. People would say that just
3: because he's like Arabic
1: or whatever. Yeah, right? they're they're making a connection when there isn't one there. Yeah. If anybody connects this to Trump, you know, oh yeah, Trump wouldn't do something like this. He obviously wouldn't. Mm-hmm. He would drag this out until it's dying day in oh, court. Yeah, big mm-hmm. time. Which is the absolute wrong I'm thing. Can he
3: use Trump Industries <laughs> resources
1: to yeah, that, fight this legal? That's basically battle. what he's going to do. We care about the family. <laughs> We're going yeah. to bring the family on, the greatest family I've ever met.
2: Now, one thing I forgot to mention is um, I didn't like Andrew Shear's overall response to it in, in terms of the grand scheme of things. However, one thing Andrew Shear said that I thought was absolutely fantastic was he said... Wait,
3: criticizing the payout? Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he
2: said, if Omar Kadir is actually sorry and actually remorseful over what he did he would give every cent to tabitha spear. Yeah. And I that's completely true. agree. Yeah. I I have seen nothing to show that Omar Carter is sorry for what he did. Mm-hmm. And I I really think that he does not again deserve the money even if it was right and just that he got the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I And I, I think that. maybe you don't even maybe don't even give every cent to tabitha spear but give uh, some, some of it. Yeah, anything. I would say like at least half. Yeah,
1: yeah fair enough.
2: Uh, yeah, totally. And, like, what better way to say I am remorseful for this? Um, now, I can't remember who interviewed him we'll a while back asking together. if he was remorseful. I think it was CBC or something. It was CBC. Yeah. Asking if he was remorseful, and it was the most unconvincing thing. And yeah. I'm not, that's not even my bias. That's like, because this is an issue where I like to think I'm not very biased. Um, he did not seem remorseful whatsoever. So unconvincing, such a pathetic attempt. And uh, it's it's sad to see him being lauded as some sort of... Uh, was he a victim? Yes. But some sort of just, like, guy who did yeah, nothing? He, yeah. some, some innocent guy? No, he's not innocent, yeah. for Christ's No, sake. I think
1: that a lot of the haze that has cre- been created due to the emphasis on the miscarriage of justice mm-hmm. has created the sort of forgetfulness or amnesia that he did kill someone... Mm-hmm. But see, that's the thing, though. I
3: I, I was reading some other article where they were pulling up, like, saying that he retracted his guilty plea or something like that. Really? Something like that. Yeah, I saw something like that right now. Or, like, like specifically, like, that, or I think um, off the air, like, Ellie and I were discussing that about, like, the case just, like, briefly. Mm -hmm. And something about, like, the actual grenade and stuff like that, like, that he used. Like, he's saying that he's not sure that the grenade actually
2: killed, what's his name again? Uh, uh, Spear Chris, Christopher Spear, Spear, I, Spear. It was. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say Sheer, but that's not Lieutenant, <laughs> Lieutenant or Lieutenant Colonel Christopher Spear <laughs> Christopher Spear perfect mm-hmm. yeah so we'll yeah um,
0: so I, I read the article and, and you looked at the same one it basically said that he admitted to throwing the grenade but he didn't specify he said that he wasn't sure that it was his grenade mm-hmm. that that killed Spear which is kind of like uh, we we know we know that's that's what happened and know. he was just trying to cover himself so Her- I totally I totally agree like the whole situation, he wasn't remorseful at all. Mm-hmm. I agree with myself. I also read
1: somewhere that he wasn't even sure that there were people in the room. There weren't, oh, really? They weren't even sure when he th- when he threw the oh, no, grenade. Right. He okay. wasn't sure that uh, Spears' uh, convoy was was in the place that he was throwing gr- the grenade. But why else would you throw the grenade? Yeah, exactly. That's a great point. Yeah. So there, and also, you know, it's been what. Fifteen years since it happened. 16, yeah, 17 years. 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 So it's hard to remember in Afghanistan the details oh, of a case. Yeah, it's fair. And you know, I'm not defending him in any way. But even you know, people that survived the Holocaust, they can't even recall what happened to them. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so uh, we do have to move on to our next topic, which bum, 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 bum. is the Russian collusion. Mm. Uh, so let's put the pedal on the, ga- pedal on the gas. Drive over to Russia. Um, this next segment will be done. Mine,
1: <laughs> <mine>. mm. Mm. <laughs> uh,
0: this this next segment will be done entirely in Russian. So I hope you guys practice. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Please, please.
1: I'll we'll
0: just put English subtitles. It's fine. Um, Marshall you're on that.
3: we'll put Russian subtitles for yeah Russian <laughs> yeah
0: so um, again the first question what happened
3: well I a book of like Hillary Clinton's book what happened <laughs> or what, is that the name of the book
0: yeah yeah what, yeah what happened what yeah, stupid happened. Damn name for the name. Book. oh my god what, what happened Read. you were the... the
2: worst candidate in history like Oh, my, like, Barry Goldwater was a better candidate, oh, Barry, I, Goldwater, I, I, Barry I, I, Goldwater implied bombing the Vietnamese, like, or nuking yeah. the Vietnamese, like, you're better Barry than Goldwater. Wa- you're better
1: than Walter Mondale, like, yeah. worse than Walter Mondale.
2: Oh, my God, what a bad candidate. <laughs> okay, so
1: to sum up the Russian collusion, to quote Her Holiness Kellyanne Conway, <laughs> collusion, illusion, which leads to delusion, and is the conclusion Thank you.
2: I used to like her so much, too. <laughs> well, like, you go. Uh, thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. Uh, so, oh, that was so... Just that video of
1: her on TV with the, with the papers. Yeah, It's yeah, so that, funny. That, that's what I'm quoting, for those who don't know. She it's was funny, because when, yeah. when
2: I first heard about that, I assumed it was a joke. I assumed it was satire from The Onion or something. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe no. she actually said that.
1: For yeah. For Christ's sake. She, uh, for those who are unfamiliar, it was on USA Today. She had two pieces of paper um conclusion collusion delusion illusion and she was sort of cross-referencing them and whatever and
2: like people that use like a blackboard and they're like tracing yeah. like the chalk that's to, like, yeah. that's
1: exactly other, like, what yeah.
2: she was doing like what do they call that section on tests we had in grade nine matching matching <laughs> yeah that's matching, matching. why Porsche can't we that have that I, I actually had that another. on the I test first year i a couple times for university yeah i miss those yeah
3: i think it was like pog what was it
1: I had it in one of my history courses. It was that, it was
3: that class where we talked about all the philosophers, Western, uh, political, Western thought. political thought. Western political thought, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, what did Plato yeah. say? Plato right. said, yeah. You're absolutely right i the final yeah, that. I mean. yeah. It was good. It was I a terrible class, but course. still good. Yeah, neither did um,
1: I. <laughs> so, where do I even start with the whole Russian collusion um, case? Um, so far, in the Trump administration, Trump has fired James Comey, the director of the FBI, uh, Michael Flynn. Um, who was the, um, somebody want to fill in the gaps for me here? Michael Flynn was.
2: He was, I, the, he was a general, wasn't he, he? He was the Secretary of Defense. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. He, no, no. no, no. He was not.
1: Michael that. Flynn was a general.
2: So, Hugo, uh, Daniel's in charge of Googling. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So Michael Thomas Flynn is a retired U.S. Army Lieutenant General who served in the army for 33 years until 2014. He was
0: the National Security Advisor. Yeah, National, National Security,
2: Security. Oh, Advisor. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So he was caught getting, yep. he was caught meeting with the Russian diplomats during the campaign. He was fired. Um, now there's a whole issue with Donald Trump Jr. meeting with Russian officials to get dirt on Hillary Clinton. Um, Jeff Sessions recused himself from the Russian election, leading me to believe and many other people to believe that he has vested interest in the Russian scandal. Donald Trump has held meetings with Russian officials in closed doors without the press. Um, there is a lot of there is a immense lack of transparency yeah. in the U.S.'s relationship with Russia. And, you know, whenever I think about this, I always I, I, I sort of look in shame at myself when i watched the obama and mitt romney debate when mitt romney was talking about our conf- the us's conflict with russia and and obama was like the 1980s called they want their geopolitical mm-hmm. threat back and you know now present day we're seeing this whole threat or for some non-threat from russia and for me because of this lack of transparency and so many people don't know truly russia's influence in the American election. It has led to a discourse that it's just sh- fact-checking fails. It has led to this sort of discussion as to, you know, you know, did Russia hack the election? And it sort of brings back this conversation as to what, re- like, what was Russia's involvement? And it, it's it's lies. It's all lies. And it's all, you know, it's a distraction for so many bigger issues. It is, it is clickbait. It is you know, feed time for news. And it's, you know, pardon my French, but it's just one big shit show.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: And it's, there's so much of that. Do we know this happened? Do we not know this happened? Did this really happen? Did it not happen? How did it happen? One news source reports one way, one news source reports the other way. They collide. Your fake news. They're not fake news. And it's just one really big headache. Mm-hmm. And for me... You know, maybe I'm ignorant, maybe I maybe you ignorant, you know, ignorant. I'm ignorant. I'm ignorant. Maybe that's how I am as a person, but the election is over. Please don't mm-hmm.
2: appropriate African American vernacular. I I'm, oh, I'm, I'm so very sorry. sorry. I'm <clears throat> very sorry.
1: I am ignorant, as a white person would say. Um, but for me the election is over. Donald Trump is the president. If you were to go back on it now, they tried so many times. They were like tell your electoral college member to vote against Trump, mm-hmm. to you know, you know, impeach him, send the articles of impeachment to the Senate, the election is over, whether or not Russia was involved, it doesn't matter.
3: It's funny when people talk about that kind of stuff, they're like, oh, the Electoral (laughs) College is the worst thing on the planet, and I'm like, do you even know how it works? Yeah. Yeah. Do you you actually know how it works? And 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 did you care when Obama Exactly. What happens... After you vote, like, what is it? Yeah. Like, do you even know like what's going to happen? Yeah. Like,
2: yeah, I think the electoral college in the United States is very fair because uh, it prevents New York and uh, Los Angeles to have all the power, and, right? And yeah. Chicago, I suppose, from carrying the entire election, and it yeah. makes it fair or yeah. Yeah. as fair as can be. Maybe maybe it's never fair. I, I truly, wish but I wish maybe for the
3: electoral college that there weren't so many like important no, 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 not, not steps. Like, that's fine. Like We can go through red tape as much as possible. I'm saying more like how there's like... I wish like, the power switched between certain states and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like So mm-hmm. there wasn't always these swing states like Ohio yeah. and It Florida. always comes down to like six states. Yeah, it always mm-hmm. comes down to those like some states like yeah. in the north and the southeastern coast. No, coast, I, and I, I agree
1: with that. And I think that's a problem, Like to be honest. You know, I didn't think the Electoral College was a problem until this election. And... You know, for it not to be a problem until you get a result you don't like, yeah, it's not really a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, Very good point. It's
3: like when somebody says, yeah. like, oh, it's like, democracy lost
2: today. It's like, no, democracy always is going to win regardless yeah. who wins. Unless there actually was. I mean, this, was, is, this is an exact uh, example, example, of, example democracy. of democracy just happening. Not yeah. even, democracy did not win. Democracy did not lose. Democracy just happened. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, well, rather, to be more accurate, a representational republic happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is the
1: system since, you know, <laughs> 1776. This is how it works.
2: 1776. We'll, we'll commence, commence again. again. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
2: I've broken the conditioning.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love, like, no, no, his commercial. He has, like, some, like, um. Alex Jones to advertising. Not His advertising. Not as, like, he's advertising his own, like, supplements and stuff with this like, you need to be an alpha male. Take these Alex Jones alpha male pills My or something God. like that. Uh, super
2: way. male vitality. There we go. That's what it is called. <laughs> My weight loss accelerated. Just... My muscle mass increased priest. <laughs> and you
1: look exactly the same. Exactly the same. You just look red. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, to sum up my explanation, there's there are obviously a lot of question marks, but people are upset for the wrong reasons. Yeah,
2: exactly. and I, I think that's something that is it worth looking into? Yeah, I guess so. Um, I, I suppose that we do have to get to the, the, the core of the issue and find out to what degree there was collusion. I think it's fair to say at this point that there was some degree of Maybe not, maybe not collusion, but influence. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Major powers influence other countries' elections all the time. It's something that the states has been doing for look at Guam,
1: 1950. Look at and to think that another major power
2: would have influenced the United States election is not unthinkable. Do I think that Trump would have still won had it not been for Russia? Had Russia even just not even existed? Yeah, of course. Uh, Look at Hillary Clinton. I'm sorry, but what a terrible candidate. Um, You know, I think that uh, the Donald Trump Jr. issue is something worth looking into. I don't think it was a nefarious thing. I think it was a matter, and this is something Scaramucci said that I thought was great, a matter of him being inexperienced and naive to a degree. Now, yeah, or, like, I, an example, like,
3: he's, like, well, since he's not very well-versed in politics until recently just because, like, his father got away, exactly. right? So, like, when he's, like, reading about all this stuff about collusion stuff, it's, like, it's like, you know what? Let me go to Russia or, like, just speak to Russia and be, like, um, try to clear the air. And obviously yeah. people are going to misinterpret that yeah. gr- drastically. He's, like, oh, there's more collusion now or, like... <laughs> Yeah, like so more ridiculous. I
0: I did have a question relating to that to uh, Donald Trump Jr. Um, So he leaked uh, his personal emails, correct? Um, He didn't leak them. He like he just exposed them. them. He tweeted them out. So the question is a very um, very
3: powerful form of accountability. mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, Two questions in one. What did they contain, and was it the right choice to do? Um, Um, And let's let's make this answer quick because I have one last question regarding this.
1: I don't exactly know what they contain. I didn't actually read them. Um, and it didn't clear any air whatsoever because, because, and this is what I was getting at in my intro, because of this, you know, sort of big question mark as to WTF happened with Russia, nobody thinks anything is credible anymore. Yeah. You know, the, the emails could have been Photoshop. Well, are they all the emails? What do we really know? And, you know, I like the idea of a nonpartisan commission an outside a third party that looks into this because, you know, for the sake of democracy, as we are all valued, we all value democracy for the sake of democracy. You need to figure out, you know, what can happen with Russian powers in an election. And, um, I just think that, uh, you know, I still think Donald Trump would have won. There's new reports now that at a hackathon conference, the members were able to hack the electoral machines in like five minutes oh, wow. or something. Wow! So you know, you never know, and that's the thing. Oh, the convention. They yeah, had? Yeah, yeah,
3: But like from what I saw about that convention, they could hack everything, so they could see the voter data. Yeah, I think that's scary. Like, so it's scary, really, right? It's really but scary. But I think I'm kind of slightly relieved. That when they actually like, did the whole hacking thing, they were not able to actually hack the actual vote. Mm-hmm. So they could not change, um, an example, a Trump vote to a Clinton. Vote. Yeah, yeah. So for sure. like, I'm happy with that, but the technology is always expanding. I think it's pretty yeah. amazing that people can do that with the technology and stuff like that with a laptop like what we use. Yeah. People can do like destroy mm-hmm. like a whole system and stuff like that. But and if
1: anybody thinks that Donald Trump is the pioneer in colluding with foreign powers, you are wrong. <laughs> oh yeah. You are absolutely 110% wrong. There is no election in the history of m- such global powers that has been left alone.
2: Yeah, exactly. Such
1: key points, such key major and that doesn't make it right. But to call Donald Trump like a fascist, a tyrant, a a meddler of democracy, democracy won. Mm. The system is the way that it is. You know, you go into the game knowing the rules. This is the outcome.
0: So my my last question, Mm -hmm. uh, because originally you mentioned before we moved a little further, uh, you mentioned that the election's over. Let's get over it. The question is, will the media ever stop talking about the collusion allegations? Absolutely not,
1: because Trump will never stop talking about it. Mm -hmm. Trump tweets out about the election over and over again. And the, and he does it with reason, because the the media eats it up. Mm-hmm. They eat it up like candy. So if he stops, will the media stop? I think eventually he, they will.
2: Yeah, hopefully the Clinton think, News networks cuts, what, cuts it out. Hmm, so fine, the right dust there. will settle, and things will stop being crazy eventually, and maybe something, the odd thing will come up, sure, yeah. because I think the media will always be looking for something. Yeah. But I think the dust will settle and we'll we'll stop seeing this, this nonsense eventually. Um now I suppose it's not fair to me fair of me to call it nonsense. That's um maybe a mischaracterization of the issue, but uh I do think that it needs to be sto it needs to stop being such a huge, crazy issue, like as if the Russians just completely changed everyone's vote to Donald Trump. Um now we we mentioned Scaramucci briefly, and I just like <laughs> to express my More like extreme but. disappointment that Scaramucci hmm. has has left the administration because I think he could have he, he would have done put, a lot better job. He but, was putting the job that he was born to do. Yeah, the mooch was destined to be the <laughs> White House communications chair. Yeah, and now we got Sarah Huckabee as the the press secretary. What's going on there? I think like, I kind
0: of I like her. I oh, think she's I, pretty. She's a she's pretty. She's powerful. way too smug. She bothers
2: she's me. too smug she's <laughs> she's way too smug. She's she she reminds me of what I thought of Republicans when I was a, a child. Just being like a Rude, a, 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 yeah. a scornful I I
1: pers- yeah.
2: named
1: something. Yeah, just uh, See like
0: I think I think she is she is smug, but she stands up like yeah, to the media and sure. that's what eh, I like about her. No, um, even, yeah, if it was, uh, even if it was even if it was the other way around, right? If it was if she was like a Democrat standing up to Republican media like to have that within you and to just be able to tell them off. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a very important quality to have. Um, and uh, I mean I guess I could sound biased, but I just think that's that's just something personally I like in a person. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, totally. like 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 all three of you guys will stand up for your views and mm-hmm. you know, you're not smug, but mm-hmm. you'll stand up for your I views and that's smug. what I care
1: about. <laughs> we can all be smug <laughs> at yeah. times. No, that's I totally fair. No, but like for you know, for I, I, I actually like the mooch. He made me laugh. I liked him as as a comedic character Mm -hmm. because he, like, (laughs) they roasted him on Twitter. And if anybody wants to read all the jokes that they made of him, it's hilarious. They were like, they look like the guy that wouldn't stop talking to Leonardo DiCaprio in The Wolf of Wall Street. So they had to kick him off broadcast. (laughs) And he just looks like this, you know, greasy New York, you know, Bronx sort of guy. Yeah. And I think he's very, you know, media fit. Like, he's... Uh, exactly. Um, looks
3: Hot take, actually. Did you guys know that Scaramucci's wife filed for divorce? Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's Man. crazy. Yeah, there's Man. whole other allegations then that he's gay. Gave birth to his child, like, immediately before or after the divorce. Yeah. So, which is That's so crazy. sad. And apparently... Yeah. Apparently he responded to the birth of his child with a a curt text message to his his wife or ex-wife whichever nice. saying congratulations. Ooh. Wow. Um That's uh, uh well that's that's fit. a that's an allegation i i, I want to make it clear that i don't know that's the fact but yeah. that's what people have been saying
1: yeah the, um it's an allegation that he's gay as well he yeah. follows a gay porn star on twitter <laughs> that that's true from what well, I've i follow I follow
2: Gratata down twitter and he's a good <laughs> <Porn> star? Star? <laughs> do you remember that guy brian, <laughs> i, I sent some shots at your feet yeah, yeah. <laughs> sweat
1: oh what's his name uh, brian it's, uh, something yeah Oh, whatever.
2: Google Gratata. You know that guy had a uh, had a yacht called the, the Yatata? Really? Yeah. Gratata. I don't think he's in such a financially secure situation these days that he can oh, afford His to... name was Brian De Silva. Brian ah, De Silva, yes, yeah. Really? It's a very Portuguese well, I, name.
3: oh Okay. We're going to go off a little tangent, but Gratata guy says he hooked up with the cashmere
2: side girl or something. Oh, nice. my God, that girl's 13. <laughs> 14. 14.
3: Oh, my goodness. That's, that's enough looking at Google for today, but,
2: you know? Oh, man. Brian De Silva. Um, but uh, anyway, Scaramucci, I'm very disappointed that he's gone. I think he was in the job he was born for. And, you know, John Oliver, mm-hmm. as much as I don't like John Oliver, he's he's often very funny, <laughs> I love <laughs> um, he he said that. <laughs> turn it, turn it, turn it a little
0: bit more. Oh, I can't see it. Okay,
2: there we go. Better. Yeah.
3: Scaramucci. There you go, guys.
2: <laughs> Wait. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's done. The he mooch. said that Anthony Scaramucci is a, a, a if a if a tanning bed took the form of a human, <laughs> and I, I think that that's actually just very accurate. And um, as much as I like the mooch, I think it's uh, it's totally fair.
1: We hardly knew ye.
3: Yeah. Yeah, is that
2: um,
1: English? Yeah, we hardly knew ye.
3: Oh we hardly oh, yeah.
2: knew ye. We
1: hardly knew ye. I was like sorry.
3: I was like, I was like, like oh my like,
1: Side note, John Oliver is gonna be Zazu in the new Lion King remake, which I think is absolutely perfect. I back it. That's absolutely cool. perfect.
2: Okay, I saw I see this stuff and I maybe I'm just reading too much conservative media, but is uh, Simba actually gonna be gay in the new Lion King.
1: I don't think so. That's what? I, I, I read that somewhere, yeah, Why it looked make like a very credible gay? short. Like- it didn't look like a very credible <laughs> like- source. Whatever. There's no problem if he's gay. I, just, I mean, there's
0: two gay penguins at the Toronto Zoo. Yeah, or I
1: just yeah, like, like, I haven't do their seen thing, him. But
3: like, don't make it as like, <laughs> oh, like Disney's like, is it, where is it? We know like our founder was a terrible
2: person, yeah. but like, let's try and be positive. A terrible person's unfair. <laughs> like, did he? It's sign of a, the times. Something? Did he possibly have an issue with Jews? Uh, possibly, but not like, <laughs> Everything's forgiving I mean, That's not very nice of him. Him. It's not very nice of him. It's all very nice of him. I don't so agree with did, it. So but did everybody not, in the 40s. Yeah. Like honestly. does that make him a terrible person in the 40s? No. Eh, I don't know. No. Maybe maybe a, not a great guy. Queen Elizabeth
1: was 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 uh found doing the seekh Heil as a child.
2: And uh Pope Pope Benedict the 16th, who I love um was a member of the Hitler youth. Um but I suppose that was a forced thing.
1: Yeah, he was in Poland at the time, wasn't yeah, you know? yeah, I think
2: that was a forced thing.
0: I mean, it, it all depends on context. Like, yeah, right? and also so the Hitler Youth
2: was like the uh, just a Boy cow, Boy Scouts thing, really. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So um, now that we've uh, somehow, of course, touched on Hitler as we Godwin's always do, um, um, <laughs> Let's move on to our last topic. Let me just change it up. There we go. The transgender military ban. Um, It's the most current and most heated topic right now uh, from what I've gathered on the news, my news feed and everything. Uh, Again, we got to start with what happened. Marshall... You take this one. What happened? What's this whole situation? So
2: now I don't know the exact date, but now I want to say about a week ago or possibly a week ago. <laughs> um, Donald Trump tweeted out I from his personal, from his personal Twitter account that the United States military will be banning transgender people from military service, and it was met with. All sorts of responses, Backlash. positive, negative, a bit of both, depending on who. Yeah, depending on you um, U.S. A lot of people just absolutely freaking out. A lot of people very, very happy about it. And, um, you know, I think there's a lot to touch on when it comes to this issue. I'll say right now, I back it. Um, I, well, as soon as it came out, hot, I thought take, this take. was a silly way to announce it. Um, doing it over Twitter, and I, I suppose that's my biggest issue with Donald Trump is his Twitter. Um, doing it over Twitter was a bad move. I would have liked to see maybe not even Trump announcing it. Maybe uh, uh, Mad Dog Mattis. Apparently, it,
0: he, it, it like went over the heads of a bunch of generals. like They didn't even know yeah, about the Pentagon it, which, didn't is, know about which is ridiculous. Like going just gonna,
2: blindsided them completely. Yeah, yeah, exactly, which I think was uh, maybe bad Trump. Yeah, um, Good Trump, bad Trump. Maybe we got a bit of both um i wish we had the song good trump bad trump so we could sample that right now but uh it's okay daniel you're up (laughs) no don't put it on uh Uh, and you know i think that there's a lot of double standards when it comes to this from people criticizing it because for example i can't serve in the u.s military i mean despite not being a citizen let's assume i was i have an adhd diagnosis diagnosis so i can't can't serve. serve um I think that I might be just as fit as a lot of people who are able to serve. I'm I'm in good shape. I go to the gym with Adam. He can he can attest to that. Marshall does bench, um, and um, he benches. The fact that I have ADHD and I don't rely on medication currently, but maybe I could, uh, is a liability. And there's no room for liabilities in the greatest military in the world. And that's all. That's all it is. When you've got a group of people who are seven times more likely than the average person to attempt suicide, who are often reliant on hormone injections, and who, if do not receive their hormone injections, can go into a state where they are not like as fit for combat. I'm not saying that they're automatically going to change genders as soon as they stop like, taking their hormones, or like but Pokemon or they like may, that, be, like, they know, may like... be reduced to a state where they are not fit for combat, whether it's simply an extreme case of fatigue because they didn't get their testosterone or an extreme testosterone spike because they didn't take their estrogen yeah. or what have you. It's it's a liability, and there's no room for liabilities. I mean, obviously, there's always going to be liabilities, like, but you have to reduce liabilities as much as possible. It's not about hating transgender people or having an issue with the LGBTQ2IAAP community. I'm, glad you, I'm so glad <laughs> you remember that. It's about having no room for liability. The thing is, a lot of sorry, sorry, just a lot of
0: people uh, have called it very regressive in the sense that, like, well, we just got you know gay people accepted into the military. Why are we stopping
3: at trans? Like, why is this such an issue? Um, But like, I I know we group. Here's the problem with all this stuff: we group. All of those people together. I was just about to say that. That's politics. the problem. You can't you can't group somebody who's a tr- transgendered person and someone who's a non binary, non gender conforming, asexual demigod. You, they're not the same person. They're not the same person. Mm. Or like you can't compare someone who's just a very normal, like it's thank God it's accepted in our society now. It's yeah. someone who's gay. Like they're not the same person as like. Yeah, and it really By is. someone who's this one of my just queer like this no, is it's not the this, same like, thing. The, yeah.
0: Sorry, go ahead. No, no.
1: Um, this is the problem for me with all of this. First of all, I disagree with the transgender military ban. I'll say that right off the bat, um, and I'll tell you why I disagree with it, and then I'll I'll go on to, I'll go into why I think other people should also disagree with it. But if anybody wants to say anything, Just go ahead, man. Go ahead. speak now or hold your peace for the next 10 minutes. So basically, I disagree with the military, ban because I've always looked at the idea to enroll yourself in the U.S. military as a patriotic move. Mm-hmm. Whether you believe in freedom, democracy, freedom, freedom, and freedom, or whether you believe in the sort of regiment of the military, you know, wake up at a certain time, eat at a certain time, the boot camp regiment of, of the aspect of the military. I have... An immense amount of respect for people in the military. I didn't used to. I always thought they were, you know, slaves to the capitalist system, and <laughs> traitors to their own people. Capitalist dog. Which I regret, but I didn't used to think so. And I think that no matter what liabilities you might have, I think it is your right to want to serve your country.
2: I think that, it's your right to want to, but I don't think it's a right to serve. I, it's a privilege. But,
1: I. I th- that's the thing for me because. Um, if you want to go into suicide rates, Native Americans, Indigenous Americans have a much higher Increased suicide rate. Rates. Mm-hmm. Ex-cons have a much higher suicide rate. Uh, children so this of, isn't a
3: problem that's only yeah, affected towards the transgender. Children community. of divorced
1: homes have a higher suicide rate. Uh, people that have that are in long distance relationships have a higher suicide rate. People, gay people, have a higher suicide rate.
3: Anybody who uses some queer people, uh, yeah, people
1: that have opioid addictions have Mm -hmm. higher suicide rate. Even if you're taking a legal opioid like Vicodin, you have a higher suicide rate. People that have bipolarism in your family, you might not necessarily have be diagnosed with bipolarism, but there is a higher chance to have suicide. And finally, military folk. Have a higher suicide rate. If you serve in the military, you're automatic, you're, you're bound, you're, as part of the statistic, you have a higher suicide rate. This was never about transgender rights. This is about Trump's, you know, fake plea during the election that there is the friend, he is the friend of the LGBT people. He, you know, he will fight for them. Hillary Clinton has such hate in her heart, blah, blah, blah. And to single them out of the military and to see all these, you know, uh, right-wing Americans majority. I don't want to generalize, but a lot of right-wing Americans go like, "Good riddance." Yeah, you know those the the freak show or the circus or whatever name they choose that day shouldn't be able to serve in the military. Mm-hmm. I disagree with because it's a fake outrage.
0: And and so there's sorry. Did you have something um, no?
1: I that that was it.
0: Yeah, and so uh, it. I totally agree with the sense that there are numerous other. Uh, types of people that would have these, um, you know, high suicide rate, right? And so I do think that it's a very bad thing that he singled them out. The thing is, though, what you mentioned is if they want to serve in the military, they should be. The question is at what cost? Mm -hmm. Because if, if, and this doesn't just go for transgender people, but if you're serving in the military and you do have some psychological, emotional, physical issues, at what cost... Are you costing the military? Because you could be harming other soldiers. You could be harming, um, you know, civilians mm-hmm. based on you not being ready. So I personally don't think that um, the transgender community should should have been banned from the military. Um, no matter the fact that they do have increased suicide rates, like mm-hmm. you mentioned, Marshall. I think that everybody should be subjected to a very grueling test. Yeah, and it just like, a just it's just standard yeah. for and this is how done. you get rid of identity politics. You you say like. You know, people apply, you know, you see all their characteristics, transgender or you know, bipolar or whatever, but you just put them through the test.
1: Mm-hmm. And for me, from what I understand, the military doesn't have any affirmative action or any, you know, minority quotas mm-hmm. of any kind. You have to pass a test to get into the military. Yeah. And these trans folks pass that test. The fifteen thousand or fifty thousand. Fifteen or 50, uh, 15. I can't. fifteen. the fifteen
2: thousand I, I, I don't actually I think it uh, no one saw, I saw sure something the other day exactly, about how that right? number wasn't actually correct. Right. Um, I could be wrong, but uh, here Google the that, X you know. number of trans folk. you
1: we'll say the reported the number? Mi- number. Mm-hmm. The reported number of trans folk that serve in the military pass these tests and are proud to serve their country, and for Donald Trump to walk in, breeze over everybody's head, and be like, "No, you can't serve," is is very american in a way because the, the Americans pride their military. I my mom went to a Leonard Skinner concert in Tennessee, and for those of you who don't know, Leonard Skinner is, is the, is the uh, creator of Sweet Home Alabama, and they're a very proud American band. And my mom told me about every 12 minutes or so, they paused to give a round of applause to the troops, mm. and to thank the troops, and to be you know, there for the troops, and that's what a lot of the American Foundation is. It's all about the troops. But what about the troops? What about the troops? You're telling these troops that they can't serve anymore after passing these tests, after being in the, in uh, in combat. And for me, from I haven't seen any reports, and I've seen a few Twitter threads, I've seen a few anecdotes, but it's not like they have been a liability from what I understand. And I can't. I am not saying I have the word of God. Like prove me wrong. You know, if anybody has any counter evidence, but these these people pass these tests.
3: I'm just doing some fact checking right now. From what I've seen, work. Oh, I was looking at something before from the C- CNN, and we all know that there's a big fiasco there. Clinton but, News Network. Yeah, it's a. But we're not gonna. We're, wait, do they still qualify as a yeah. credible news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. sure. I think
1: they're pretty credible.
3: So, um from what I saw here, here, Bloomberg News, different media source, obviously, but. Oof. 15,500 trans people are currently serving in the U.S. from a 2014 study. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. Apparently, um, hold on, let me just see that again. 8,800 people are in active duty, while another 6,700 are either in the National Guard or the U.S. Army Reserve. There you go. So a qu- you know uh, yeah. So then, a question. Um, I just want uh, I want the
0: the viewers to be able to answer as well. So, guys, comment because we're gonna read them on air. Um, this decision. Um, how has the trans community dealt with it? I know we mentioned some negative reviews, some positive reviews. I've read some reviews where it's really uh, insulted some trans people who have served in the military and then transitioned. So, what you know, it's it's a very split decision, though. But you know how do you deal with it? Like how have they how have they dealt with it?
2: I think posing a question on the opinion of the transgender community is something that relies on identity politics, and I think it's an issue because I've seen transgender people coming out and saying this is great. I've seen transgender people saying this is a complete affront to our our rights as Americans. I've seen former transgender people saying like this is awful. Former transgender people saying this is fantastic, and. I mean, transgender people are not a monolith, and when it comes down to it, to I mean, maybe this sounds insensitive, but why is why is being transgender an identity any more than being depressed or having bipolar disorder is an identity? Um, we don't let people with with or the U.S. rather doesn't let people with depression or with bipolar disorder into the military, and that's not an issue because they realize that they are simply doing risk reduction this is just well, more risk reduction I, I don't think it's like saying um you know black people can't join the military and native people can't join the military It's on just the like, basis
3: of their skin color because that's something that's completely exactly because of course you look, at, you look at
2: people with depression not all of them are going to cause an issue not all of them are going to yeah. pose a problem to their to their fellow soldiers or to themselves mm, yeah. but the risk of them doing so Based on the nature of what is going on in their psyche and in their mind yeah. is is high enough that you know measures have to be taken to prevent something like that from happening. Is every transgender person a liability? Of course not. Are most of them a liability? Probably not, maybe, but probably not. But certainly some of them are, especially when you look at suicide rates especially when you look at reliance on hormones and even like you look at diabetic people diabetic people are generally if it's type 1 diabetes are generally living normal healthy lives but they have a reliance on insulin injections yeah. and on sugar pills, right. and so they can't serve in the U.S. military. You cannot be a diabetic and serve in the U.S. Like military. An
3: example: like There's like so many different types of uh, medical conditions, or mental conditions, or physical conditions, and stuff like.
2: Example: Adam, like I don't think you can serve because
1: of... I can't serve. Yeah, you. Like, um, I'm flat-footed. And I'm flat-footed as well. I'm flat-footed, and I have um, I have reduced. Um, m- Motion in my right, right. leg. I, I can't serve I, in the military. I'm
3: I'm very hopeful that I can. Like maybe like maybe something with the reserves, something like that. Yeah. But like an example for me personally, my negative 0.2 um, eye prescription, like my diagnosis and stuff like that, bans me from ever going to be a Canadian pilot because you need 20/20 vision to do that. Well, that makes Is sense that like, like an example, like it would be completely discriminatory if a min- if a minority would not be allowed and they did have 20/20 mm-hmm. vision to be a pilot. But if anybody, regardless of their race, religion, even if they were transgendered or not, if they didn't have perfect vision,
2: if that's the requirement there, I wouldn't want them to be a totally. pilot. And I mean, I, I have trouble distinguishing between shades of green. It's not an issue. It's an issue when I'm playing FIFA, but that's <laughs> yeah. really the only time it's a problem. <laughs> Thank you for telling me that. I'm only going to pick green jersey. Now. <laughs> and like our friend Humphrey, uh, he says right now, he just commented, the military was never an equal employer. As you apply for the U.S. military, on the application, right at the bottom, it says serving in the U.S. military is a privilege, not a right. They have the right to refuse you for anything yeah, that they want. And and
1: that what that's what makes a military prosper. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is that the trans folk in the military right now passed all these tests, passed all the vetting, passed everything, and you are removing them from the military... It's wrong and it's an assault because it's and it's an assault on trans folk because it's specifically on them. You're not removing, you know, those that you know got overlooked and uh, are suicidal and have evidence of being suicidal. This isn't a military
2: vetting. I agree. This isn't a vetting. I think that uh, they should do vetting. However, I don't think that the currently serving trans people should be removed. I think that they should be allowed to stay. What I've heard is that they will not be removed. Yeah,
1: the the Pentagon came out and they were like, we don't know exactly the parameters of this. We're going to continue status quo as it is. You know, peace out kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm not like, but for Donald Trump to come out, circumvent the entire system for this. And on a a population of the United States, though small in number, have been routinely... Battled to have very simple rights as though a cis American would have. Going to the bathroom, for one, has been an extreme battle for the transgender population in America. Right, and for you know the U.S. to come out and be like, no, now you can't serve in the military. It was never about the bathrooms. It is about American discomfort with the transgender
3: people in bathrooms. People, yeah,
1: not in bathrooms, just living. Right. For me, I think there is a general discomfort with trans with transgender Americans f- with, by cis Americans, and I think that this is just an example for Donald Trump to fearmonger mm-hmm. and just use another because we aspect. already know he's a Nazi. Yeah, so. yeah. no, but he
3: <laughs> no he, for sure. There's yeah. definitely some like disdain. Like, there, there's definitely like, some like yeah. disdain mm. and like um, yeah. now I wouldn't say like hate towards a transgender, but maybe some like. Preconceived notions about the transgender, which leads community. to hate, in all yeah. the yeah, which, which can for sure. Like, and in, 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 in like that, like trickle down economics, like trickle down, like it will trickle down to his voters and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's like, oh, if Trump um, doesn't like um, or doesn't want transgender people serving in the military, maybe I should have a similar approach. Yeah, maybe why should they serve in
1: my business? Why should they serve them in my business? Why, yeah, should, why they should they, serve, serve, in why should they like serve in my Burger King or whatever? It, 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 it but sets. I feel like we should
3: be able to criticize transgender people though, like without being painted as transphobic. So yeah, like
1: the thing trans is, trans
2: like,
3: woman. there is, there is, you know, you uh, know, the same way that we can criticize Islam without being labeled
1: as is. But unfolding. transgender, yeah. being transgender, is not a religion. It's I know, not. I know. Like, what but I'm it's just is
0: in general. Like, well, I think it, it has become being. a movement.
2: Like For now, sure.
0: nowadays you can't. The body positive movement is very politicized. Mm-hmm. It's very the only movement uh, without any movement. There you go. <laughs> I
1: I guess. I mean, they have to be political because they are continually being fought. There, there is no. There, like you cannot be apolitical and be transgender at the same time, right? Because it's your community that's constantly being told where you can and cannot pee, where you can and cannot live, yeah. where you can and cannot serve, where you yeah, can well, and cannot before work. What
3: was it, Bill C sixteen? Right, like yeah. the people were able, like, the landowners were able to um, kick someone out of their home. Yeah, I
1: did a whole housing discrimination essay mm-hmm. for my final essay in high school, mm-hmm. and the the business owners do have a right. To refuse you to live because you are transgender, which I disagree with, but at the same time, if I believe in you know if people not i don 't believe in it, but if so, people believe in like a free market and they believe in private business retaining full jurisdiction and the government not
2: being able to to intervene, then they should be allowed so is it to, yeah so uh, we it, have some more comments from Humphrey yeah. relating to the transgender military ban. Uh, Thank you for your comments, Humphrey. uh, Following his comments, saying the military was never an equal employer, he says, if you have bad credit, you can't serve. Bad teeth? Forget it. Short? Hell, fuck no. (laughs) Did any of you see Lady Gaga's tweet about how suicidal they are? She tried to defend them, but unfortunately proved his point. Mm -hmm. LOL. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't see Lady Gaga's tweet, but... Neither did I. She's like, don't you know that,
3: like, um... Transgender people are like four times more likely to commit and suicide. If people are committing suicide, an evidence, then like you don't want them in the military. If people yeah. are
2: committing suicide over not being able to serve in the military, that says something to me that there's another issue that not, not being able to serve in the military was not what is causing these mm-hmm. suicides. Yeah. And suicide is not something that I want to talk about lightly, but it has become such a a, a epidemic in ways that it is something that you can't help but talk about it as, and you know, just another suicide. sometimes
3: it's been, like, glorified and stuff like that. Or and even not necessarily just suicide, but, like, things that lead to suicide and stuff yeah. like that. Like, um, self-harm and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, no. Like, I've seen, like, we're people take, we'll take pictures of, like, where they're, like, right there, like, and they just do that kind of stuff. And I'm like, there is is there there is something wrong with you, but, like, we can help you, and, and we can... we fit. need we, to... We to... need, we can, like... But there's something wrong with everybody. No one's ever going to be, like... Coming
2: back with, to like, the, the psychology of language of politics... Right. Something being wrong with you mm-hmm. needs to stop being an insult or a dehumanization or a delegitimization. Oh. Some people have things wrong with them. Yeah. And that is okay. It doesn't make you any less of a person. Yeah. It doesn't make you a bad person. Yeah. It's but not your fault. We should want to should be able to But you should be problems. able to accept that something is wrong when it comes to transgenders I think that we should be able to say something is wrong with them it's not that they're bad for it Mm -hmm. I'm not insulting them it's like I've used this example months Mm -hmm. ago with myself I was born with my feet backwards something was wrong with me it's not making me a bad person. Thing, I'm not less of a human. Yeah, something is wrong.
0: Societally, we've been like raised. You know, like our, you know, like this, just, is, right and this, this is, is right, this is this is right. This is this is right. This is wrong. And if this is you know uh, wrong, then you have a right to say something. And it's and it's it's just it's it starts at childhood, and and we have to stop that. But like, you know, a lot of differences. Like if you'll see somebody like who commits a murder, you'll be like, that's wrong, there's something wrong with them. You can't just necessarily say, oh, well, there's something wrong with them, accept it. So the problem is, it's very subjective and there has to be a line, but where do you draw the line?
1: See, okay, I agree with Marshall. There has been this sensitivity that has been created and I was born into that sensitivity. I went to school out of my area. So when you go out to school, out of area, in a public school like system... how far of your area? Uh, 20 minutes outside my area by okay. drive. Right. But it just wasn't my local school. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you apply to uh, a school outside of your area you have to go through an interview process process, yeah Yeah. so this school was good for me because it was one floor it didn't have stairs for those who don't know i have mild cerebral palsy in my right foot i'm completely okay with it i've accepted it as who i am and the school started drooling over me they were like look we're so accepting We can have him in our school. They wanted to bring in news broadcasters, you know, Owen Public School being this, you know, moving forward, this progressive school. My mom was like, to hell with you. This is my kid. My kid walks a little funny, whatever. So it is one thing to be like, hey, I walk a little weird. I need a little bit more time to, you know. You know, move on a bus. When I put in my ticket, I need a little bit more time to sit down. I'm a little bit of a slower walker. Blah blah blah. X uh, one two three four five six seven. But it, it's another thing to be like, hey, listen, you fucking cripple or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, There's totally, a difference. Totally. There's totally a agree. difference. Yeah. And I don't want to be the. I I don't. I disagree with wh- if someone is identifies or is transgender. Oh, or or queer in any way. There is nothing wrong with them. Per se but if someone hey goes like hey you freak mm-hmm. or hey whatever that that's where I draw the line there's a difference between a criticism and an outright slur
2: yeah and yeah
1: you know I, I for me you know this outrage on the military you see and this is another criticism that I have of the left. And, you know, these, these, these liberals that, you know, they, they, they crap on the military right and left, you know, you're, 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 you're a murderer of children, you're whatever, whatever. And then as soon as transgenders can't serve in the military, they're like, you know, it's un-American.
2: Yeah, totally.
1: Liberals are the last people to be like, this is American Mm -hmm. because they don't, they they don't believe in the idea of, of nationalism as much as the Republican Party does, and I, that's an assumption, that's a generalization to make, but that's also what I see. Can you
3: make, see. Like, a 10-second recap of what you, as you said?
1: Uh, difference between a slur and a criticism. If someone calls me a cripple versus yeah. someone called me disabled. I don't think
2: it's even a criticism, I think it's a categorization. A categorization, it's, it's neutral. for example. It's not. It's like yeah. saying, well, it's, like, you have cerebral palsy, you have something wrong yeah. with you, something is not I don't think all there right. is...
1: I, like, I, Comparing me to, let's say, Elliot, for example, in terms of body composition, mm-hmm. there is something wrong with me. Yeah, exactly. That's me. what I mean.
2: Right. But, but it doesn't make you a bad
1: person. or any less But of it doesn't like, make me any like, less of a person or a bad or person. Or and you don't deserve poor treatment. Yeah, and I don't... It. Yeah. Thank you, Marshall. An example, so kind.
3: An example, like, yes, you do have cerebral poses and stuff like that, like with your foot. And, yeah. and it's very unfortunate stuff like that. But that yeah. happens to people, right? Yeah. I, yeah. So, an example, like, where I work, like, I, I'm not going to... I can't... Yeah, don't disclose that. I can't disclose too much about it. But... What I will want to, I do want to, I I think, which should be something that um, they would actually want me to talk about was, like, for our training. We had um, our spokesperson, and this person, uh, this lady, I'm pretty sure she was born with, she was a thalidomide baby, I believe. Uh, Which is? So, thalidomide is, like, a drug that they used, like, back in the day or something.
2: It's like a, it's a it's a pregnancy drug, or like a, drug, it's right? a drug they give you for delivering children. Oh, like epidural? It's like an epidural, it's similar but like, to an epidural. I believe, or so, maybe it was like a a natal uh, nutrient or something like that. Okay, and and what results? So actually, here, so missing arms and stuff all yeah. of the time.
1: Yeah, oh, okay.
3: what am is used mainly as a treatment for certain cancers and a complication of leprosy. Now, uh, now. So, but before it was used for. oh, uh, pharmaceutical researchers who market as a mild sleeping pill safe even for pregnant women however it caused mm. thousands of babies worldwide to be born with malformed limbs mm-hmm. the damage was revealed in 1962 okay so this lady I'm pretty sure she had um, when her mother was pregnant she maybe had some th- um, thalidomide or something like that yeah. point being so like if you were, lo- were to look at her arm think basically like my finger right but it was like my arm basically and so it was like, su- like like, I I don't have I'm not teased or anywhere. I am going to the gym, but I gotta keep, keep going back with you too. Actually. <laughs> you look good. Yeah, I'll but, come too, guys. I yeah, exactly. To... Point being is it was ridiculously thin, uh-huh. and it was like just like maybe like a stump like this, and I was, like, so yeah. it was literally like all the way here. Okay. And her other one, she barely had like a small stump like this. Okay. And she used something as a clicker. Uh huh. Yeah. This this is actually so so inspirational. She's won multiple regattas in San Diego and Los Angeles against fully abled competitors. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, what's a regatta? Uh, Regatta is like a um, canoeing Or a sailing wow. competition oh, wow. So it, oh, wow. like And they use their all their arms To like yeah. hold the whole thing Right. Yeah. So she's won multiple regattas um, She's skied like crazy hills Like in Switzerland And something like mm-hmm. that And I think her now Her next venture of things That people say like You can't do this And now she she's like I'm gonna prove them wrong Yeah Now she wants to do um, Rock climbing Yeah But mm-hmm. like, without like any suspension Or something like that like, Full and like just doing oh, it Oh And geez. so in Yeah But see you like mean- she has a disability she doesn't care though yeah you can and do I, whatever yeah. you want to do
0: depending on the person you are it can either motivate you yeah, or you make you, you make upset you right break you yeah make you or break yeah, you like exactly. you can either you know if people insult you you'll either you know say you can't do this you'll just like, well i yeah. can't do this unlike this person that you just mentioned it's like well
1: i'll show you yeah. yeah i'll prove you wrong like it used to like my my leg used to break me for a long time i hated the way i looked i hated the way i mm-hmm. walked I hated everything about me.
3: He said, "Look, I met you on the show and I'm like, yeah. after like with the first, like we yeah. off, like you're walking like, like not normally. Yeah. Like, that's true. Like, no, but like, yeah. I'm not trying to be mean or anything. No, I'm, but, like, yeah. I saw that and I'm like, instead of me like, Make I, my own I, I, assumptions out, like, yeah, but you just you ask, ask like, "What happened? Mm-hmm. Like, are you yeah, good?" And, then, and, like,
1: and I'm and I'm comfortable talking about it. And that's
3: very important that someone's being able to com- yeah. comfortably talk. Yeah, about and and
1: and that and that took a lot for me to be able to do. And there are a lot of people who have what I have and ten times worse and a hundred times mm-hmm. worse that aren't comfortable talking. Like they about would need
3: it. some sort of yeah. Like so if you were them, if right? you
1: were to ask another person, "Hey, what happened to you?" They mm-hmm. could uh, start hating you. Yeah. They could start crying. It, it's very it's very person to person. And I think that's what Marshall was also getting at that. You know, the, the transgender military ban should be person to person mm-hmm. because it is not all that transgender folk in the military are liabilities. And there could be some, but there also could be some for other populations, which is why I disagree with this ban. Mm-hmm. Because if you're going to ban the, transgen- the transgender folk, ban everybody else you think you have a problem with. Mm-hmm. I'm not ignorant to the fact that you need, you know, able-bodied Whatever that may be in the military, to have a a prosperous military, Mm -hmm. that's ignorant for me to be like. No, you need everybody A to Z, with every walk from every walk of life, with every issue they have. No, that's not true. In in the military, it's different. It is not inclusive. You need the best people in order to. You need the best of the best, the best of the brightest. Because everyone
3: functions as one giant unit, and if like it's what's the thing if. One link in the chain, or something like. that. Alone we sink; together we sail. Kind yeah, of thing. something like that. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, if one person fails, it gets it's all going to start. Crumbling yeah. Down. yeah, the
1: domino
2: it's, effect. The just domino effect. Exactly. Totally. But and I didn't think that it should be person to person. I do support in a blanket ban only because we do have a blanket ban on other. And I mean, I'm sorry. This is a very controversial thing, and I, I, I just said I'm sorry, but I'm really not sorry. Tra- being transgender is is a mental illness or at least a symptom of a mental illness and we do not take uh, people who with depression person to person we do not take people with bipolar disorder person to person and I would say that these are equally debilitating things maybe being transgender or whatever happens to lead to being transgender is more debilitating than having mm-hmm. depression or bipolar disorder and that's
3: why this topic is so controversial is because it because goes, he technically it, it goes did farther, single somebody out. no, it goes farther than just banning like any group, uh, like any like marginalized group from the military. It goes more further into the actual discussion and recognition of trans people. Because people, I'm not saying actually. It, it it is kind of right now like a left and right issue mm-hmm. but it's but it's yeah. also like a personal issue as well like everyone has their own opinion in terms mm-hmm. of transgender people like so like there's people that will think that transgender people do have mental illness and Marshall clearly explained that there are people like myself who like I'm not very like I wouldn't say like I'm fond of them not like, or like anything like that but like I, I've made my piece like I don't have any problem with that stuff but me personally what I would do if I do see any transgender people like it will be like I wouldn't say I wouldn't get triggered or anything like that, but it would be like I'd be like I would just have a lot of questions more because yeah. I actually want to learn more about mm-hmm. this community. And stuff the problem like that, is nowadays right?
0: asking questions uh, is insulting. I was yeah. just
2: about to say that, and I, I've I've mentioned this on the show before. The time that we had uh, pro pro life demonstrators on campus and right. we had pro life counter demonstrators, mm-hmm. and I went and approached one of the pro choice demonstrators and I asked him. So you know, there there are no abortion laws in Canada. What what would you like to see happen? What is your goal here? And he said, You asking my opinion on social issues is clearly coming from a very privileged position. Oh, and man. I think that you have a smartphone with Google on it, and I'm not putting the emotional labor in to explain why I'm here to you. I'm like, What the hell am I supposed to Google? Why is this guy on my <laughs> campus with a sign? <laughs> And I see this so much. I see this all over the Ryerson Facebook group. Google it. I'm not putting in the emotional labor. What the hell do you want me to and, Google?
0: And it's it's interesting <laughs> yeah. because this is not the first time I, I heard you say this. I was literally, while was I was setting Google up today, yeah. uh, no, just uh, the privilege thing, oh, you know, like I don't want to explain myself, whatever. I was literally listening to another episode while I was setting up and you said those exact same words. So it's not a one time no, issue. It's, it's like, uh,
1: you know. In, you know ben shapiro will be like you know facts don't care about your feelings but a lot of lefties will be like google isn't free yeah that's that's a very common phrase and at times it's right to say but if you want to create open dialogue and mm -hmm. i that is my
3: we're having an open yeah this is my belief like like, like adam and i share like a similar belief right now in terms of this transgender band that maybe it shouldn't happen i think i think what I would do maybe is just put all of these soldiers if they've already passed their yeah their standard. I'm like that's fine, right? Yeah. But if any new people like they, as long as they hold them to the same standard, like I it could be justified not yeah. to ban them. No,
1: like but, I, if they're I don't know anything about the U.S. military whatsoever, right? And if there, if a vetting. Process needs to be you know harsher or increased by all means. Like yeah. that's up to the. But military. See, like, we
3: add a vetting process to immigration, and people lose their like their yeah. fucking minds. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. Trump
2: did just come out today with a uh, an announcement on the new immigration policy. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I liked. I, uh, Wh- which cool. is
1: Canada's. <laughs> Yeah. No one realizes yeah. that. They were like, oh, they have a point system now. <laughs> Hello? That's yeah. exactly what we my dad... Have a point system! That,
3: that, sorry, I yelled today. That's exactly what my dad used to get that's into That's how Canada. my parents got into you this country. You know how the point system works? He's like, do you know any of the official languages? If you sorry, know English, I don't know if that
1: blew the mic or anything. Yeah. If,
3: you knew, if you know English, it's like three or four points. If you know French, that's even better. It's like ten points. If you know both,
2: there you Which go. Which is really funny. I don't know if you guys heard about the, uh, the Progressive Conservative Party mm-hmm. of Ontario... Uh, uh, MP MPP rather being kicked out of the caucus for saying that french speakers have a advantage in canada and They more, do. more that's, sp- that's not that's, that's a more fact. specifically that's in so ontario about your and he was kicked out of the caucus and now um he is he has joined the wild rose party and the wild rose party are are my guys uh, i i'm sorry to say this to Dash any history. wild rose supporters oh i'm sorry not wild rose i'm so uh, I'm, I'm a giddy goat. Too much politics. Um, <laughs> the uh, the um, Trillium Party. The Trillium Party of Ontario. Mm. And so the Trillium Party of Ontario now has their first seat in Ontario Parliament because so this guy crossed That's the line. That's why he was kicked mm. out? Yeah, because of a phone call that was overheard. Now, to be fair, I won't give this guy total credit. He had had previous transgressions, mm-hmm. but this being considered the straw that broke the camel's back it should have been an non issue it's just honestly. i don't
1: believe I, in aliens or something,
2: something uh, hell like if that. i know I, I, but I, I, even don't know.
0: on that fact alone like i did a paper on this the fact that if you know english and french mm-hmm. you have such an advantage over government mm-hmm. jobs over other jobs you have an uh, advantage over over earnings like it's just but, a fact like, yeah exactly like, when
3: i was younger my mom wanted me to be a teacher like you know you should just get into french just because they need that and yeah. i'm like yeah. like it's a it's like um what do you call it? It's a safe bet for sure, because like we need that just because oh, yeah. both of our languages are English and French. Or like an example, like back to, again what I was saying with my father and the demerport system. Like I think from what he told me before, he was saying like because he knows English, and my my both my mom and my dad they studied at the they call it La Iga, which is the institute the america so i'll translate it back it was like Instituto institute Americano or something Ooh. like americano so it's like the american guatemalan institute of like mm-hmm. english or something like that or it was a like an international institute but they teach everyone english there and yeah. they teach them proper english not this like um Rosa spanglish stuff. yeah spanglish <laughs> stuff exactly <laughs> exactly so they learn english properly good movie and so- um my dad also is um how do you say it He's a a mechanic and stuff like that, right? So, Mm. like during that time, like in the early '90s, like they need all these people that have these certain like labor skills and stuff like that. Mm. We still do, and we still need them. So, like example, like that's not like that shouldn't be a problem that the 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 U.S. wants to do that, you know?
2: Totally. And now I we have a comment from Brandon Cassidy, and it's not uh, a question or anything, but uh, he says, "Keep on keeping on." Keep taking on the crazy topics. Thanks so much, Brandon. We yeah, uh, thank we you, appreciate Brandon. It. I really he's uh, he's
1: in my program. Thanks, I love Brandon. I love doing this. I love being here. I love yeah. talking about yeah. this. Oh, it's fantastic. I may disagree with with some issues that come up, but this is yeah. I think this is the foundation of of progress.
0: Absolutely. Let me just get rid of the transgender topic now. Continue. And, and
1: I think that this is what we need as people. We need to be able to talk. We need to be able to ask questions, not in fear. Yeah. Um. Yeah. My parents got in on the point system um at the time the point system you needed 74 points accumulated to be given like a sort of earlier or sort of fast-tracked entry into canada with all the security precautions of course now i believe it's 67 points um i i don't know why it is that way but that's how it is i like people criticize trump sometimes just to criticize oh yeah for sure and oh, yeah. I, I don't like him at all i uh Parts of me do regret picking him over Hillary during our discussions here, but... um, Um, Thank
3: you. Appreciate that.
1: (laughs) But, um, you know, there are times that I I wonder what would it be like with Hillary, and then I sort of quiver in my being. But anyways...
2: Or the states would be at war with (laughs) Russia. Yeah,
1: (laughs) uh, just slightly. Um, I have nothing left to say.
3: Uh, Well, uh, can we all just get along? Honestly... And we, I love the show just because like, an example, like, we talk about the transgender stuff, and Marshall is allowed, is like, has his God given right to say that he thinks that transgender is a mental illness. Yeah. Regardless yeah. if I agree with that or not. I disagree, but. Yeah, exactly. You know, go but, ahead. like, we're not, like, killing each other. We're not, like, throwing each other off, like, the studio mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. That's exactly what Canada needs, what the United States and needs and stuff like that. Yeah. We need proper discourse. That's honestly yeah.
0: the, the the reason that I started the show. Exactly. That I really wanted to just. I didn't want to spew one opinion. That's why when I started, I posted, I need, I need different views guys um looking for people and thankfully yep. you guys responded marshall brought you on yeah. like it was just i'm very We're glad that you really guys are here we did mm-hmm. um so unfortunately we do have to go um that was our summer special 2017 so thank you to everyone that tuned in and commented your participation is key to being uh to us being able to do what we do, and that's civil, free discourse. Again, I gotta thank uh, Sean Haswell, Lori Beckstead, Scott O'Sullivan, and Kevin Cordick for their help in making this show uh, a reality. Without them, honestly, like we wouldn't be here. Uh, and I genuinely, I from the bottom of my heart, appreciate all their help. Most importantly, though, I have to thank uh, myself. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I have but to thank you. We th- have to thank you.
1: No. Yeah, we do. Thank you, Elliot. Yeah, thank <laughs> you for putting all this together, no for problem. coming in at 1 o'clock. He was here hard at, since 1 p.m. Hard yeah. He was here for five hours yesterday, and he, you're a really hard worker, and I admire that.
0: Thank you, man. I wanted to say thank you to you guys because uh, Marshall, Adam, and Daniel uh, for taking the time out of your busy summers to come here. Um, every week during the year, we do this show, we talk, and if it weren't for you guys, the show wouldn't have have been anything right um because you have the differing views we have the discussion all thanks to you uh so thank you so much um so i honestly couldn't have done it without you we do have to go uh we will hopefully be back in september for season three of the rabin report we'll have a bunch of brand new topics so from all of us thank you and good night
1: thanks everyone